Welcome to Practically a Fabring, a podcast about life, about getting real, and about Chabad Hasidus. Here's our hosts, Menachem Poznanski and Rabbi Meir Prager. Practically a Fabring, and welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Okay, for those of you who've been listening weekly, a little bit of a few hiccups along the way, some technical difficulties, among some other things, but we're jumping back in, please God, expecting to do weekly um, post episode posts for the next, you know, for this foreseeable future. So we're in the middle of Parakut Gimel, and we're going to look back at that conversation between Rabba and Abaye, giving us a little, uh, you know, space to live. And I'm sure, and as you'll see, Mary does a great job. But first, before we get there, please do us a favor, subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star review. More importantly, share us with your friends. And if you want to reach out, reach us at thelightrevealed at tlrfamily.org. And also look out this week for our new website, thelightrevealed.org. You can find all the episodes there, plus all sorts of other fun goodies. Okay, here we go. Whew, here we go. Practically, if I bring in, we are in Parakut Gimel. Which is great, which is really awesome. I'm really excited. This is still in the Bavitzah. It's very, very exciting. And um, we were talking last time about how one of the qualities of the Bainani is the way in which his Nefesh Bahamas falls into a state of slumber so that it's like asleep, right? We were talking, I remember last time we were talking about the way in which we have to remember that, like, you know, while we're busy in Avoida, the, nef- the Bainani, Right, his nefesh Bahamas is outside taking a nap. So when he's finished, the nefesh Bahamas is gonna be refreshed. <laughs> I am back, ready for the battle. <laughs> Fine. So he's asleep. Uh, where does that leave us? So now that we learned so much about the Benini and um, and the levels that are involved with it, from the starting point. It's just uh, where a person makes a resolve that he's not going to do what he did before and he's going to not think, speak, or act on whatever they did. Even It starts from just that to one stage. That's the entry level of a Bainini. Until he, he revved it up to a point where a person w- could be davening and in a good moment and in a good space he can be as passionate and as involved in spirituality and godliness like like a tzaddik. And to a point where his Nefesh Bahamas is completely inactive, it's completely sleeping, it's in a state of some type of coma-like sleeping. And so with that in mind, we can now circle back to the beginning, one of the uh, important questions that were asked in chapter one. Chapter one, the uh, the the altar ever quoted the Gemara, spoke about the the, the Gemara says tzaddikim, there's you know benenim rishayim, and Rava, which was the greatest sage at that time, said kagena non benini, I'm a benini, and right away bias and says ah, you can't do that, <laughs> you're a benini. So the altar ever says obviously he's not a, you know he's a tzaddik, he was the greatest man at the time. He could be humble, but you still have to be truthful. Based on the Gemara's interpretation at that time, the Benini, as we explained in the earlier stages, there is a way of calculating that it's not talking about the person's character, but in relation to what he's doing. It's like an accounting system. So Tzaddik would be somebody who does more mitzvahs than Averis, and Arash is more Averis than mitzvahs, and a Benini would be half and half. 
if that in that interpretation, that's why the Alter Rebbe broke down. It cannot mean that only. So, because how could the Rabbah say that he was a Benini? Because even if he was humble, he would have to be. It's a lie. It's not true. You're not doing half of it. In, in, uh, 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 Rabbah was so into it that the Gemara says that when his time came, the Malchamavis, the angel of death, couldn't get him because he was always on. He was always connected to terror. And anything connected to terror cannot be in control of something evil, something bad. So therefore, he couldn't until this whole, the whole episode, how the Malchamavis got him first, second, off his game so he can collect his... Uh, you have the same story with Dovra Melchoso. But the point is that he was on. So, the, so what now with this insight we see that there is no tzaddik that is not thinking that he's a bainini, because he's the fact that he's loving it and he's passionate and he has no negative thoughts and anything is because he could be on the totally high end of the bainini, where he's like he quotes of it kimspalu kolayim. The Gemara quotes in the Gemara, the simple interpretation of, of davening kol uh, is because even though it's a chiyuv on one davening, but you could do many, you can give a nedava. But over here, it's like he's on. Even Rabbah, what do you mean that he was a lay pasuk because he never stopped learning? Of course he stopped learning. You're not allowed to learn when you go to the bathroom. He's eating, he's doing other things. He's not, he, he is living a life. So what does it mean he never stopped learning? It meant that he never stopped the way Tara's perspective and uniqueness of how one should live that life. So even if one's in the bathroom, there is the proper Tara way where somebody acts like that. So he's always on. So take that to davening also. Davening is a connection to God. So there is a time where somebody, you know, you can just, you know, I'm, when I'm davening, I'm in. When I'm out, I'm out. But then there is somebody, he's always on. So if that's the case, there is no tzaddik in the world that can conclusively say, I'm a tzaddik. Mm. So that's what the Rambam's, that's what the Rav is saying. Like, for example, I'm a benini. I, I don't know. Just because I'm on, just because I'm doing um, all these things, is because it could be the, the yitzhar by me is, is, is in slumber. And I, you know, I got it easy, so to speak. How do I know? So Abayah screams out. He goes, no, you're a tzaddik. So my question is, why is Abayah mixing into over here? So we're going to circle back to what we said yesterday, or oh, last time, that in the swearing that Neshama has to be a tzaddik and not to be a rasha, and part of that, that verbiage that they're swearing is that it, even if the whole world tells you you're a tzaddik, you should look at it as, as a rasha. So we, last time we spoke about it is because they're taking, you need to have an effect on other, on, on other people. Your actions... Your, the purity of your actions alone, the way it's being perceived by other people is extremely meaningful. You know, re recently someone told me an amazing story. There is this um, mountain climber. I think they just made a movie about him. He climbed seven of the biggest mountains. Now, normally, the, the, the only person who did that did that in seven years. He did that in seven months. He did three of the biggest mountains in like 48 hours. When he went to, there was one mountain, he was the first person to ever go up in the winter. While he was going up, he met a whole camp of people working their way up, trying to do it, and they were stuck there for months. And, and he's just running, and he's like, he looks at them, and he's like, 
I'm going up tomorrow. And he just started going. And they just packed up and started going also. That's the point that there is, there is what you're, he himself didn't think he's the best. He was angry. He could have done faster. Could have gone earlier. He could have done better. He, he's, he's still looking at himself like he made a mistake. But what he leaves behind in this, in this drive that he's doing is a purity of, a, of tzitkus that other people are living off of. And he got the rest of the group to go up when they were never able to do it. And that's what Abai is, 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 is you know, here's Rabbi Sam Abaini. No, I'm moving at a pace bigger than what I'm doing is because I'm your student and I see the beauty in you and I'm completely not accepting this, this Benini argument. But the Rabbi himself, to himself, I could think that way because he, he knows that in potential, he has a lot more to reach. Well, okay. I need clarity. Okay, so we started off. I'm not sure I, I, I'm, I'm clear. So let's, so we started off that we're here in Perik Yud Gimel. The Alter Rebbe circles back to a question he asked in Perik Aleph. And really in the chapters that we've been doing in the, you know, in this section of Tanya, he, he addresses all those questions, right? He asked a number of questions and then he just kind of moved away from them. And then he left us hanging, right? And then he comes back. This one, he actually goes back to earlier on, but he actually already gave us an answer. So I actually wanted to know what your thoughts are. Why does he circle back again? He already answered the question, right? By saying that Rabba confused himself as a Benini. This is when he says it. No, no, he said it earlier. He says it on, on he says it on, in Perak Aleph, or Perak no. Bays. No, but he said he has a question. He says it can be, it can be that it's just that. He, just, he doesn't leave it. He leaves it by a question. We don't, it, it has to be more than that. And that's it. But we don't know what that, what's more than that is. Am I confused? No, you're never confused. No, he, he circles back to Rabbah earlier, and he says the reason why Rabbah thought he was a Benini is because a Benini never does anything wrong. That's yeah. in Perak Aleph. Yeah, he never did it. Yeah, but... Oh, he's saying, Omar, but still, no, we still have to answer. What does he say? What is a Benini? He, we understand... That's a good point. Is yeah. in regards to not being... A Benini means more than that. Right. But we don't know what it could mean. But now that we know that he can actually be living a life of a complete tzaddik and still be a Benini, now we truly understand what a rabbi meant. Okay, so for the, fir the first time we just confirmed that a Benini is not... That's the, okay, okay, so I understand. In, in, in the earlier time that, that the Alter Rebbe <coughs> referenced back this story, what he was saying is you see clearly from the story of Rabbah that you can't say that the... The true status of a Benini is something mechsa, half and half. Yeah, mechsa zechuyos because Rabbah confused himself as a Benini, so therefore, obviously, a Benini is somebody who never sins or stuck in the mud in any form. Right. So, so, but that doesn't really answer the question of what a Benini is because now we have to right. differentiate between a Benini and a tzaddik, right? Because then, oh, if he doesn't do anything wrong, then he's a tzaddik, right? So, okay. So now, but now that we have, now we're in your gimel. Now we have more information. Okay, it's clarity. Now, now, now we have more information, right? So, so now the Alter Rebbe is circling back to the Benini, saying, see, this is what I was talking about earlier with the Benini, because the Benini is in a place, can be in a place at certain moments of his life, right? When he's davening, he's davening all day, 
Right? He could be he's, da- he's in davening mindset, right? Maybe what they call Michin de Godless, right? He's davening in, mode. Right, he's in davening mode throughout the day. So if he's in davening mode throughout the day, which is a different interpretation than with how those words of Chazal are normally used, right? He's in davening mode all day. So then, practically speaking, he's a tzaddik, meaning he looks right. like a tzaddik, he acts like a tzaddik, he operates like a tzaddik. Not every bainani can be there, right? right? That's, that's the right? That's the highest level of bainani, right. right? It's right. important to point out. Not every bainani is there, Right. right? A person could be a bainani only daven for fifteen minutes, only being in that place of meichin de godless, right? But you could be a bainani, right? Where he's not a tzaddik, he's not rejected the the evil from his heart. He still has impulses towards negativity. He still has a des- he still has a the impulse towards negativity, even though he doesn't have a concrete desire for Inclination. it. Inclination, right? But nonetheless, he you know he he doesn't even perceive it because he's in that state of meichin de godless. All day long, right? Okay, so now we can understand uh, what Rabba was saying because it would seem like Rabba, based on how we were previously understanding it, even what we understood Bainan to be, we would say that, okay, Rabba's just lying. He's just, okay, now he's just being silly. He's saying, come on a Bainani because objectively speaking, he's a tzaddik. He never stopped learning. The, the Malacham of us couldn't kill him because he was always in a state of learning, right? So then, so then he's just being silly, right? Okay, so then he says, no, 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 no. he's not being silly. It could be he was learning all day. He said, I don't know if my nefesh of Bahamas is not just in a state of slumber. And if I stop learning, if I remove myself, if I step away from this state of davening all day, right, the davening mode, then the nefesh of Bahamas will be right back and very, very present, right? Whereas for a tzaddik, that wouldn't be the case necessarily. So objectively speaking, he is a bainani, right? And then he said something really cool, right? Which is that really any tzaddik, would have to think that way, right? Because any tzaddik would have to think, that's part of what is revealed by the statement of Rabbah, is any tzaddik has to think, and which is related to the statement of Chazal that we learned, even if the whole world says you're a tzaddik, see yourself kirasha, because maybe your, your nefesh Bahamas is outside doing push-ups waiting for you to, you know, to, to step off your game. Right, okay, fine. So then Rabbah's, now, so now Rabbah's right. Yeah. Right, so that leads... <laughs> <laughs> Rabba's a chassid, right? So, so Rabba's right, right? Rabba's, yeah. Rabba's got it figured out, right? He's like Rabbi Yechanan. He's, he's, he's not paying attention to himself. He's just busy doing good things all day. Right? Always on. I didn't have time to think about it. Maybe I'm a Benini. Maybe yeah. I'm a tzaddik. It doesn't matter. I don't yeah. care if I'm a tzaddik or a Benini. The bottom line is I'm doing the right thing, right? That's Rabba, right? So Abaye comes in and starts yelling at him, right? So now Abaye looks like the fool, yeah. right? What's he? That was, that was the point you were asking. Right. Right? Right. right? But Abaye seems like he's meddling in a place that's not appropriate. Like, what are you getting busy? Rabba's right. He's right. He's, it's not his business whether he's a tzaddik or a benini. Right now, he's learning all day. He's in tefillah mode. It could be he's a tzaddik. It could be he's a tzaddik gummer. It could be he's a benini. It doesn't matter. He's doing the right thing. Comes an abaye and says, oh, but you're not leaving space for us. Right? So, the, so the question that you were addressing is, why is that valuable? What was abaye's? Because abaye's tan, right? So obviously abaye's not like just stepping out of place. Right. Right? Yeah. So what was the, so what was, what was the point that abaye was um, getting at. So then you were you were talking about this example of this climber, right? Who was doing this, trying to do these climbs in seven months, seven great climbs, and three great climbs in forty-eight hours. That meant that he had to do a certain climb very fast. And other people who were kind of stuck, he came across them, and because he was pushing forward, they got energy to also push forward. So you were saying that part of being around somebody who's always in a growth focused, and mindset is that it drives, it propels you forward. You kind of feed off of their energy. Tailwind. Right, that, right exactly. Right, like a, like a biker. 
yeah. right? Like there's like a tailwind. I guess runners also do that, right? Yeah. And so, cars. And cars. <laughs> is your uh, is your Tesla like made to to figure that out so it saves gas <laughs> or it doesn't use gas? It doesn't <laughs> Okay, so so I'll take that out. <laughs> okay, so so they have an influence. Okay, so what was ba Abaye saying? Abaye was saying, Raba, because of your intensity to move forward, you're making it difficult to be around you because you're forcing me into a position where I always want to be growing. So he wasn't. It was almost a compliment and not a complaint. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's more. Okay, like I didn't get that before. Now that we were talking it out, it, it's, a, it's not a right. It, it, it's also giving clarity to Rob of what he's what he's accomplishing over here. Ah, uh, so he's saying, right? So Rob says, "Come on, a Benini," and Abai is saying, "No, no, no, you don't understand. By thinking that you're a Benini, yeah. you're propelling all of us forward." Right. You know, the question would be: Is oh, really why? Do, why is it so important about Sadiqim? Yeah. If that's the case, Benini, and that's it. Why even Sadiqim? Right. Because the only reason why Benini are Benini is because they've been inspired by Sadiqim. Right. To see this, a better life, a better or a better way of living. Who are viewing themselves as being that, But that's a separate, that's your right. business. You sh don't, don't share that with me. Right. <laughs> don't share that with me because I see you as a fantastic guy. I see you as unbelievable and I'm, and I'm a better me because I know you. Okay, so he's not, okay, so now you're saying something a little bit different. I want to just clarify. So you, now what you're saying is, Abai says to Rabba, you can't tell me that you can think yourself for your abandoning. But you can't tell me that you're a Bainani because I am looking to you as the inspiration that propels me into that state of constant growth. And it's also important for the Bainani to know that when he's doing his job and he's fighting the fight correctly, he's creating a tailwind where other people are now climbing a mountain they couldn't climb before. Right. So then it, but then, right, so, but then it wouldn't matter per se Meaning, so then if we look at it in that frame, then Abai is not complaining to Rabba that he calls himself a Bainani. He's just acknowledging to Rabba, okay, yeah. like, just realize that because you see yourself as a Bainani, you're creating, like, this energy where it's exhausting. It's, like, exhausting to be connected to you, which is amazing. It's Kvaldic. It almost, like, whatever. It almost, like, it's, like, when you're, like, the way in which people seem to orient around the Rebbe, right? The Rebbe's, I mean, I wasn't there, so I don't know, right? But just the way people talk about it, it's like always another thing and another thing and another thing and another thing. And through his propulsion to do more and more and more, yeah. it propels everybody else to do more and more and more. And it's almost like exhausting, but in a, in a really powerful and exciting way, right? So it's not a complaint per se. Right. It's almost like just, it's almost like a validation. And also explaining what's going on over here, how we're seeing you and... Meaning, so when Abai says Lo Shavikmar Chayeleberia, what he's saying is it's a compliment. It's not a complaint. It's not a. It's not a feedback. It's like you're not leaving space for us to live. It's like you're creating an environment where we don't even have space to live, which is amazing. It's Gavaldic because we're propelling forward. Again, I said this last time, and and, and this, I'm not sure. Uh, it's it's scary because I'm not sure I'm right, but I think that that point is the validation that you're you didn't you swore f uh, correctly because the swearing is. Um, the Altia Kirasha. Right. And the Altia said that the swearing means you should be at least a ba you should be a Bainini. Right. So the second part, I feel Kolem and I mean that part is how do you know that that you're really you're 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 in that territory of of Kira like uh, a Bainini is when you're having a good effect on people. Mm. When, when when people are saying to you, there's don't even say that you're, you're how could you how could you say that? You're such a good guy. That's how you know that you're already in that 
in that ballpark. I Meaning even though, so even in a frame, let's say, where we interpret in that issue, Abaye as doing. complaining, yeah. the complaint, so to speak, of Abaye is actually an affirmation for Rabba that he's doing a good job. Like if I'm making everyone yeah. around me uncomfortable, yeah. Because I'm propelling forward, yeah, and it's like it's exhausting to be around you because you just don't stop, in right? a good way, right? Right, exactly. So then, right, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> exhausting usually means in the negative, but right, right, yeah. right. But that's what he's kind of complaining. It's actually invigorating. It's not just the opposite. They find energy. They were exhausted, right? But this right, tail, right, right. this tremendous energy invigorates. Right. So it's it's overwhelming. It's not exhausting. It feels overwhelming. That's negative also. It's inspiring. Yeah, he said you're not leaving space for life. That's pretty negative. Because no, because he, based on the negative, no, he's saying, he's saying because if you're not on, um, if you feel that you're off and you're not anywhere close, you're not in the direction. Right. I'm, Benny, I'm a messed up issue kind of guy. What do you mean? <laughs> I, I, my whole life is around you. Your clarity, your teaching, you're this. I need to know. I, I, I need to see you this way because I'm growing based on that. Right. If you have insecurity, then that puts my whole game plan in insecure territory. Right. Okay, so that goes back to like the classic way of understanding a bias complaint. Sometimes. So then why is he complaining? Because he needs a rabbit to know this too. Like I need you to Don't, pretend what, what, we spoke this that you're not what you are, so I don't have to no, feel no, bad no, about no, myself. No, 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 you, 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 he probably are. He probably is. It's two different game plans. It's what he has to do himself to continue growing on his own. And then there is what he, the effect that you're having on, on other people. That's okay, so what, the, even the, issue, the, the issue Abaye has with Rob is that he's, that, he's, that he's admitting it. They're playing out the actual swearing process. And even if the whole world tells you you're tzaddik, you should still look at yourself as a benini. Right. So you have, these, you have this dichotomy between the, the, the world, even in the swearing process, that they're telling you, everybody's saying you're a tzaddik. And they're saying, d d you never know what a real tzaddik is. It's, it's interesting. I don't remember exactly where it is. But when there's an interesting point, it very much fits with what you're talking about, where it talks about the, the shvua that... that you know, we're, we're made to be to swear that we're going to be at Sadiq and not at Russia. So the last thing the Alter Rebbe says at the close of the chapter, I don't know which chapter it is, he says that even if a person connects with a Sadiq, right, so that he can connect with the Ava of the Sadiq, and that allows him to fulfill the requirement to be at Sadiq, even though he doesn't reach the place of Sadiq as well, right? So that has to do with getting in the tailwind. Right. Interesting. Of the Sadiq. You know, Yeo Khan says this amazing story that his when when the Rebbe just became Rebbe, his father lived in Israel, oh, and his father asked him. It's a doubt. I skipped that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and the uh, and the um, his father asked him to, to ask the Rebbe for a bracha for a relative of theirs that's not on you know having religious challenges. So uh, <coughs> when he went to the Rebbe, the Rebbe said, uh, "How old is he?" And then like. He was like, well, why does it make a difference? He goes, I want to know if he saw my father-in-law, the Friedrich Rebbe, when he was there. Mm. Because if he saw him, he'll be good. <laughs> he said that was an attitude. Like, once you see, we're supposed to, see, you know, you see these people, you get inspired by them, and you become this other person. It helps everybody. So Abaya, Rabbi has to do, Friedrich Rebbe kept on jump, you know, kept on moving forward, doing his thing. Rabbi keeps going his way because... You never know.
You don't know. It's not the point. The point is you don't even like you said. You're not. You're you're you're, you're too busy with the with the um, with accomplish to doing what God wants to actually take accountability. Where do I stand? The accountability itself takes valuable time. So you just propel forward. And that propelling forward, not even looking back, creates this incredible tailwind where look what happened to Chaban. Look how he took a little organization and turned over the world. Right. Because he just kept on looking forward, kept on moving forward. Right. Right, right, right. All right. And that's the same thing in our lives, in our respective lives. It doesn't, we're using big names here. Right, right, right. Exactly. But the truth is, as parents and as friends, as people, you know, all day long I see people say, you know, I heard, you know, you, you did that, so I decided to do it also. It, one inspires the other. That's the life of a Benini, to, to, to get to do something that you couldn't do before. You overcame yourself. And by doing that, you create a tailwind of good where other people come out and, and, and become better people. And you think that's why the Alter Rebbe was putting this, this answer to Rabba here in the chapter on the Benini, because it would seem that... Rabbi's statement that he's a Benini is not useful for us as Benini because Rabbi was a tzaddik. So, right, so what, 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 I mean, what do I need to know about why Rabbi was right that he was a Rush, he was a, saw himself as a Benini, but really he was a tzaddik, but why it made sense, right? So the significance over here, or one of the lessons you can draw from that is his idea is just that Rabbi was seeing them himself, was looking at himself through the lens of Benini, right? And by doing that, that created a tailwind, right? So the Benini realizes, right, that, or it's like an affirmation to the Benini, like stay in this path, ride those waves of when you're in that space of, of davening mode, right? And not only are you going to have impact on yourself, but you have impact on everyone around you. And also to, to make sure for all the people who are struggling when they're struggling, because they themselves know that it's a struggle, but from the outside, the, they're just, the, the people are seeing progression. They're moving forward. They're, they're going through. Right. And, and you're thinking that that's not truthful or questionable because I really know what's going on. I know what I can really accomplish. Right. And, and what's not realizing is that there's an, you have an Abaya also who sees what, you know, in regards to your Rava. Right. You right, know, right. And, and is becoming a better person. I mean, on an and, interesting note, it's like, um, as the Benini becomes aware that there's different times where he's in, you know, davening mode, so to speak, in what you're describing. So then when he gets around other people that are in that space, right? So then even when he's not in davening mode, his friend is in davening mode, and then they're kind of propelling each other forward. Right. Right. It's like a value of like the, uh, right, being around good people. Because as people are propelling forward, meaning if you're around good people, right, so you're in davening mode, you're influencing them. They're in davening mode, they're influencing you. You're kind of like leveraging... And it's circle. It's like it's very interesting. I remember myself learning with somebody, and this guy just took off, and it became where I listen to him now because I'm inspired by him. You know, I started talking, learning with him, and then he just took off on the tailwind that I left behind, and he actually went way ahead, and now I'm in his tailwind. Mm. And that's how, and that's how each one, and that's why you have stories of the Balshamtiv looking at Parsha to Yidden. And learning from them, and them coming to learn from the Baal Shem Tev. <laughs> right. It's all these Benyamin from the beginning to the end, all trying to, which at the end, Kulu Mamach, Kulu Tzadikim, they're actually all Tzadikim. Right. But mm, their mindset is Kebenyamin. Kebenyamin. Wow. Okay. Thank you.